Radio. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott. And everything's coming up Simpsons. Oh boy. This episode is brought to you by Hunks, the TV show. Oh my God. And Hunks, the concept, I suppose. <laughs> uh, we're also brought to you by The Frying Dutchman, uh, where you could um, get a. Uh, 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 all you can eat? Uh, yeah, all you can eat. I'll see I about was that. I say, um, is it more iced tea you'll be needing? Har, 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 har. <laughs> sure. Yeah. We're also brought to you by Clumsy Student Movers. And um, we're also brought to you by the restaurant um, Two Guys from Kabul. It's I, like I, you want us to fail. I know. I just I wanted to bring them into the sponsor fold because I just felt bad. You know, <laughs> I just felt bad. Uh, we're, of course, talking about the episode New Kid on the Block. This is the eighth episode of the fourth season. It originally aired on November 12th, 1992. It was written by Conan O'Brien. Holy shit. I think this is our first Conan episode. <gasps> Conan, we love you. Conan. Um, it was directed by Wes Archer, and the showrunners at the time were Al Jean and Mike Wright. <gasps> Sorry, I, I shocked for Conan, so I felt like your I said... Your hat just blew up to the ceiling. We really should get that AC fix. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. I'm, I mean, I know we say this every time, but I'm very surprised that we haven't talked about this episode yet. It's, I'm surprised you, Allie, haven't mentioned it every single episode of this damn podcast. Thank you so much. It's because I say I talk about it so much in my real life that I try to not let it interfere with my business life. Yeah. Um, yeah the Laura Powers of it all. Yes. Um, yeah. For those that don't remember Laura Powers, we'll be getting uh, to know all about her mm-hmm. in this episode. But Laura is... I hate the phrase spirit animal, so I'm not going to use it, right. but more or less. I know, but that's what you mean. What's an analog I can't, for I that? I can't think of a better... I really she hate... my essence? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is... I like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm... Uh, Maybe I'm not wearing it today, but almost every other day of my life, I'm wearing my army jacket and mm-hmm. I am giving people wet willies left and right. Yeah. So this is a hero of mine. I'm so excited to talk about this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm so excited to talk about it with our guests. So Me let's too. Just jump in. Um, he is, in his own words... He described himself as a wrestler guy. Um, and you may know him from, he's a former wrestler for NXT and a former wrestler for WWE. Um, so all of, mm. all of the things. Um, please welcome Ryan Nemeth. You guys. Oh my God. Are you excited? <laughs> I am really excited. As I uh, mentioned earlier, I'm wearing my Mr. Sparkle socks. I yeah. will just show them off a little I bit. Oh my God. They look great. They were a Christmas gift from a British friend of mine. I don't know where she found them, but. Wear them a lot. I'm glad she did, though. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Do they bring you good luck? We're going to find out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. So, I mean, Ryan, I I have to say, um, you know, one of our sponsors is Hunks, the TV show. You yourself are a hunk. Thank you for I saying mean, so. I mean, I'm, I'm married. I It's sure. okay. Nothing. We, hey, but we're you, all married here. But we're all married we're to all each other. We're all a little bit married. Here. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but no, you you are a hunk. And I mean, also specifically the uh, comedy show Lady to Lady, if you guys are... Uh, oh, for pay. Hunk for pay. With you're a hunk to for lady, pay yes. as well. You're a hunk on many levels, but um, you're also... You're the hunk on Lady to Lady, which I, I enjoy. My husband Mike and I enjoy. You're our favorite <laughs> part. I feel, Please, I think let's that... not make this weird. I'm glad he likes it too. Uh, yeah, it's always <laughs> We're a moment. We're looking for a third, is what I mean. To... Oh God! Well, I'm... thanks a lot. A fourth, I mean a fourth, oh, Alan. Jeez, what? I'll leave. 
God damn it. It got a little awkward and less awkward when good. just really quickly. Was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well the show moves good. fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I mean, you're a wrestler, so you are also a professional hunk. Pro hunk, yeah. You're a pro hunk. Mm-hmm. Now, before anyone thinks that we are spending way too much time on the word hunk, you might have forgotten that this episode starts with hunks. Yes, one of our sponsors. <laughs> um, well, I actually was getting into, because when you uh, were talking to us um, before coming on the podcast and, you know, explaining your Simpsons fandom. I went over the top and I, I couldn't sleep, so I kept sending more emails. I love it. But, <laughs> but you, you said something that I really I want to hear more about. So um, didn't you have like something that was kind of Simpsons-y in your introduction when you would... Go and wrestle. I did, yeah. In fact, last night I wrestled here in LA, and um, the ring announcer was going around the locker room asking people what they weighed, where they want to be billed from, and he said, uh, "What city are you going to be from?" You know, and I said, "How about just Springfield? No state, just <laughs> yeah. say Springfield." And he said. And to me, that was kind of like, I think he'll like this. And he just walked away, didn't care, wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And then when he announced it, I forgot that I told him to do that. And so as they're announcing that, a little private thing. I have to be like angry and mean and whatever, but it was a little private little laugh in my mind of like, (laughs) I wonder if anybody heard that. Yeah. (laughs) Probably not, but. I love that. You also had the the cadence of like that old timey guy from The Simpsons. He's like, yeah, you don't like the old time bikes. Yeah. (laughs) That reminds me of. Pretty much every time I uh, do a stand-up show and the host goes, how do you want me to introduce you? And I go, I don't know, say I'm funny. And I go, sure. <laughs> this yeah. next comic, she's funny. You know, and there's like a question mark in it. This next comic is a comic. She is a person. Um, do you find that in the wrestling world there are other big Simpsons nerds like yourself? There are a few. My brother is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy I wrestled last night is one of them. Dolph Ziggler's one of them. He's going to yeah. be on the show at some Ooh. point. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's a handful. Mm-hmm. And those are usually the ones. There's a certain wavelength of humor that you're on, and you can tell that's going to be someone you'll be friends with. And yeah. I am, I think I'm still friends with all those people. <laughs> you think? <laughs> if only to text them, you know, a clip if I'm awake at 1 a.m. watching right. an episode. And I still do that. Yeah. That's just a world that I don't know at all. I, I never uh, tuned into wrestling. You never wrestled? I never You never became a wrestler? Or wrestled. This I was under the impression everyone. that you both were wrestlers. <laughs> no. Oh, and shit. I'm, I'm so sorry. I mean, that's how we lure people like yourself in. <laughs> hunks like yourself. <laughs> it worked. But uh, yeah, it did work. Uh, but now, you know, it's all coming out. Uh, We're more yeah. into foxy boxing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm oh, more yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. a gentleman boxer <laughs> myself. I just like uh, the showmanship. You know what? Also... Uh, uh, I feel links us back to this episode because I feel like Conan O'Brien is a big fan of gentleman boxing. Oh, I think goodness, so. yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've seen him do bits on on his show where, and if people uh, listening don't know, gentleman boxing is basically what they did in like the 20s or turn of the century where it would just be a lot of like showmanship and a lot of like, A lot of mustaches. You know, a lot of mustaches and they would kind of just like- High-waisted shorts. High-waisted shorts. They would prance <laughs> around a ring and, and they would. They would prance around a ring. They were very jaunty in their uh, movement and they would just sort of like have their fist circle their other fist for an extended period of time an uh, obnoxiously long period of time and really no like <laughs> hand on hand contact and the paper rounds getting torn down if that's yeah. like round 23 24 <laughs> it's just this happening do you wish you could go to yesteryear and that would be the wrestling experience oh it would hurt a lot less yeah, yeah. that sounds yeah. great <laughs> bring do it you, back do you get a lot of injuries in your wrestling I've had life? some I'm lucky compared to other people uh uh, 
I've broken some ribs, face bones, a Whoa. leg. There are face bones? Yeah. What? <laughs> All these guys. Concussions. Now I've heard everything. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've gotten off pretty easy so far, I think. Well, we'll see how this episode goes. Whoa. Oh, my God. Emotionally, you're going to be wrecked. <laughs> I tell you. Emotionally, your face is going to be broken in half. The face of face my bones. heart? <laughs> the face of my heart. Mm-hmm. If you pause it, you can see exactly when it breaks. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, Julia. Yes. Just yes. wanted to say, we, I like you a lot. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys. Um, thank you so much. I just want to say, Allie. I like you a lot. <laughs> Allie, you you always rock a great outfit. You look great right oh now. Oh, my God. I you, think you look great. Allie said she was feeling sick, and I don't believe her because <laughs> you're, you're glowing. Nah. Well, I will say that I had... So, I've had a lot of uh, DayQuil and stuff uh, this morning, and I just had my first sip of coffee, and I feel like I'm on top on of the world. A different planet. <laughs> Good. You guys both look really cool. Oh, thank, thank you. you. you know, this is so the compliment. Do you, Ryan. So no, you don't Ryan. have to say that. But you know what? I mean, I already said Ryan is a hunk, so now it's our turn. <laughs> now it's our turn. We are lady hunks. Sweet lady hunk babes. <laughs> oh, wow. A couple of Abraham Lincolns. Gonna, we just I'm saw Wayne's World. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Okay. Before we get too deep into talking about this episode, or before we start talking about this episode, because I don't think we have, um, let's read the synopsis for people that haven't seen it in a while. So... After meeting his new neighbor, Laura, Bart develops a crush on her, only to later discover that she has a boyfriend, Jimbo Jones, whom he attempts to scare off so that he can have a relationship with her. Meanwhile, Homer sues the sea captain, Horatio McAllister. Wow. (laughs) They called him Horatio? (laughs) What? (laughs) Holy shit. And there's a link to it and everything. I'm reading directly from the Wikipedia. Um, That did not exist yet. No one knew that his name was that yet. So it's some fucking nerd. What a nerd. What a nerd. Um, We love you, nerds. Anyway, uh, Captain Horatio McAllister, after being kicked out of his all-you-can-eat restaurant while still hungry. And then it just ends with, it was written by Conan O'Brien and directed by Wes Archer. Good job, Wiki. Good job, Wiki. Did we leave anything else out in the episode? Any key moments that you find important? Just the the passion and the heartbreak and, you know. Yeah, they usually strip it of that first. Yeah, Yeah, this episode is something um, that, like, you know, if you saw it as a kid, I imagine it will stick with you for your whole life yep. because the visuals of heartbreak are so severe and dark mm-hmm. and heavy. And Wes Archer, it doesn't surprise me he directed it because he's so good at, like, making things look cinematic and, like, yeah. using reds and blues in ways that are very, like, indicative of human emotion like they mm-hmm. really nail it um yeah. so i'm excited to get to those moments in the episode yeah and then off of that with wes archer's direction um there's such a fun like fantasy sequence that feels really really great and cinematic and you know very powerful too and i love it when they go into those kind of like whatever homer's dreaming up whatever bard's dreaming up it's always like a really fun escape from you know the normal confines of a simpsons episode totally so one of the first like great little moments um we the episode episode starts with kind of like this dating show with hunks and uh, the one of the hunks is being asked like you know which of these women uh, he choose he slept with all of them which is great mm-hmm. um, which these women <laughs> said that you're you're so sexy that they want to have sex with you it's like well it's hard to say because I did you know pretty much have sex with all of yeah. them um, but I'm going to go with Shasta uh, <laughs> what a name because uh, we making bacon on the beach <laughs> and Homer who's watching it mm, me too 
and this great visual of like <laughs> yeah. him with a little hat, like cooking a little bacon on the beach is so cute. Yeah, it is really cute. And I also <laughs> find that like the euphemism of making bacon on the beach is like very fun. Super it is. fun. Not super sexy, but super fun. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is an example of that wonderful Nick Weigerism that Homer is good because he's not horny. Like the fact that he could be watching a show like this and hear a phrase that's right. clearly supposed to be sex and he's just thinking of food is perfect, perfect. Homer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I, I mean, I, I love this whole section. I also love just like the use of the word hunk. I know that this has been a very hunk heavy episode. I love the word hunk, too. I really do. Yeah. You embrace it. Yeah. You lean in. Yeah, I just feel like you lean in, you lean in, in uh, by Cheryl in. Sandberg, um, <laughs> <laughs> ghost written by Nell Scoble. Um, I uh, I feel like that should make a bigger comeback. Hunk, hunk, yeah. Let's do it. We did it today. There's something about like it just, starts here. It starts here. starts here. But there's something kind of pure about the word hunk, wouldn't you say? That yeah, it's, it's not like, like uh, as lascivious. Like it's not, or I guess lecherous is really the word I'm going for. It's not like you're a fucking hot piece. It's just like you're a Hunk, yeah, you're a babe. Hunk is a, yeah, hunk and babe are a little uh, a little Brady Bunch beachy vacation mm-hmm. fun. I like to yeah. put the word local before either one of those two. Like you're a local hunk. Oh, who's that? <laughs> ah, local hunk. Local, oh, that's that's fun. one of the local babes there. It's when, harmless. It's when fun. you're yeah. giving yeah. your your neighborhood tours in your spare time, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you moonlight as to pick up? There's uh, the wandering dog, uh, the local hunk. Mm-hmm. Now we we do get to see a little bit more of the neighborhood in this episode. We do. Um, I really like the way that they set up. Just the story is set up so well where basically this old woman is selling her house and says, here are some of the things that you could do to help me sell it. And one, they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Homer's not to walk in front of the window naked. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Which, oops, that's something I accidentally do in my own life. <laughs> I think oh, everybody all does it. the time. But I live across the street from a high school, Allie. I couldn't be <laughs> Oh, no. Um, but yeah. No, accidentally I, is a keyword. Accidentally <laughs> is definitely a keyword. You need to get Lionel Hutz on your side for this. <laughs> I oh, man. have a on speed dial. Oh, I just watched piece. him uh, set his dumpster on fire last night when <laughs> I think Marge was the cop. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, or two mm-hmm. nights ago. So good. Yeah. And I also love like seeing Homer and the Simpsons family like through the eyes of other Springfieldians. And of course, like they're the biggest menace. You know, of course, Homer is going to be like the worst neighbor ever because he leaves the jack-o'-lanterns out. And... Which is such a good joke. Just the idea. And also she uses the phrase um, jack-o'-lanterns of years past, <laughs> which <laughs> really tickled me. Yeah. But also, really I mean, me. there's so many uh, Conan's sensibility is, is dripping off the page in this one. And so I I found that that's like, I don't know, sort of old timey ways of describing things. Old timey turns of phrases are kind of his specialty. Absolutely. Um, So Homer like finds that there is a box of coat hangers and like old newspapers and medicine. Mm -hmm. And of course, he steals it all. And he gets, you know, Marge is like, that medicine's not for you, which is also just a very funny thing to say. Yeah. Um, (laughs) He's like, what if I'm what if I need more? Estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get to kind of the bulk of the story. I know that the A story is Laura Powers, but the way that it's handled, it does kind of feel like maybe they're of equal weight. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, B story, of course, being Homer um, going to the all you can eat restaurant. And I love the simplicity of Homer has one goal in this episode Mm -hmm. and he's (laughs) like really working hard. There are several steps, a a couple more than a, a usual Simpsons B story of Homer being like, I have this goal. I just really want to go to this seafood restaurant. By the way, Marge is not being treated well at all in this episode. No. She can't have seafood. He doesn't care. He's not <laughs> thinking about it. She And being has... dragged to the courtroom, too, just I humiliating. I know, I know. But he 
has this one goal and they need to find a babysitter. Um, and of course, you know, because part is a little hellraiser, especially in this era of the Simpsons. Um, you know, all the babysitters are, you know, out of the scene. And so eventually Laura Powers kind of comes in. But then, yeah, eventually in the episode, um, what becomes like really the meat of, I would say, act two, act three is that, um, Homer goes and, uh, really, really exploits the all you can eat rule at this restaurant and is ended up, uh, carted off and pushed out of the restaurant before he can properly finish. Um, relatable. Relatable. Been there. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like buffets could come back too. Like, I don't know that there are like, there are some places like soup plantation, but I that's, love a buffet. Me too. Let me tell you. Let's get, I went let's to the Sizzler hunks. a couple Ooh. weeks ago. Yeah. Do they have a buffet? Huge buffet. Oh yeah. yeah. The, they're like famous for their salad. Years. They're famous alley for wow. their salad bar. Oh man. Yeah. No, but I'm with you. I mean, some of my, when I'm traveling, uh, doing standup and whatever, um, I find myself and I'm not particularly proud of this because I should be sampling the local, you know, eatings <laughs> and the, the local, you know, regional foods. But, um, man, I've had the best time at a uh, soup plantation, which is actually called, um, when you're in the South, it call, it's called sweet tomatoes. Oh, <laughs> which I didn't realize I feel that was like, the same thing. Yeah. Well, they don't like to use the word plantation. No, I feel like yeah. it's a confession uh, yeah. that they know it's bad. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I've had the best time just being like plate after plate, man, of salads and soups and, you know, wow. potato wedges. Oh, there was, what was it? In Party Down, Ken Marino's character wants to open a, like, soup plantation thing that has a worse racist name. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it's so funny. It's His like character in that is so fantastic. Oh, man. If you're listening, which you are, please tell me um, what the name of it is. Yeah, yeah. That's can they call in live? Yeah, I wish. I wish. I wish. And uh-huh. we're going out. No, they cannot reply us on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pull oh, over if you're driving or just text. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to pull over. Just kind of look no, down No, don't quick. text and drive, Allie. What Come the hell? Come on, just do it. No, I think it's more than that. It's not about being cool. It's I'm about a bad being boy s- that goes at my own, you know. I'm Wait sorry. Wait for a yellow light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then do, do two words at a time, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. If the police are near you, just look like you're dancing. Hold the phone up in front of the windshield. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a Rory Scoville bit <clears throat> that he did from like years ago. And I don't know if there was like a bigger point to it than just him coming out on stage and encouraging people to text and drive <laughs> and like his really thick Southern accent. He's like, I don't know why people are making such a big deal out of it. You just do two <laughs> words at a time. Look up two more words. He's fantastic. Uh, Rory's great. He's the best. He's a little bit like Homer. <laughs> Wait, I'm bringing him back. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Julia likes to credit me for being very good at transitions, and that might have been the worst one of it. No done. way! I didn't even notice it. it yeah, that's seamless. how smooth. I know. Damn, we were always talking about Homer. <laughs> it's called Super Crackers. Super Crackers. Super that is crackers. so what? funny. And it's Soup Dash R Dash Crackers. <laughs> By the way, we just all thought of it at the same time. Wow! What a what an amazing <laughs> thing. We got help from the booth. <laughs> Thank you, booth. Thank you, booth. Just the booth does it. <laughs> you know, speaking of booths, yes, I had a babysitter also when I was younger. Oh my god! Tell me more about it. I had a crush on her. Her name was Angela. Yeah, and she was kind of a tomboy. Very. And this whole episode was kind of. When I'm watching this with my family, I'm thinking, oh, man, they're all thinking that I have a crush on Angela, don't they? And you get it, you're a little kid. You think the world's just right. revolving around you. That's why this episode is so 
kind of hard to watch. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah. We should have asked you earlier why you picked this episode. That's we got why, so yeah. distracted by hunk stuff. Well. But that's, I mean, I feel like that's a very relatable thing for Oh, yeah. People. Probably everybody had a crush on a babysitter. Yeah. Or somebody, right? Well, girls don't usually have boy babysitters because oh. boys aren't really responsible in the same way girls are. Right. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah. Only in babysitting ways. In other ways, sure. They're smelly. But boys shouldn't be allowed to babysit girls, and no. that's just the They're truth. They're too smelly to watch kids. Well, I was going to say, they have a smelly personality. Mm. They smell too, I think. They smell too. But yeah, uh, what was it about Angela? Was it just that she was older and like had that cool vibe? Was yeah, not I, 10 at the time? I think it was like the first crush I had and I can't explain it. I think I like Tomboys ever since since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she would do the thing of like the wet willies and all like kind of... M- kind of mean things but you're like oh man wish you just pick on me some more because it was a little bit of attention yeah right. the well, attention thing let's just talk about laura palmer's yes not uh, laura palmer's laura Oops. powers <laughs> i will say so are you I gonna did, plug your twin peaks podcast <laughs> no but i was thinking a lot about twin peaks during this because mm-hmm. laura powers is a very close name to laura palmer's and she goes off on a motorcycle bobby if you're a fan of the show they're mm-hmm. all very like they they look a little, it's very similar. I loved it. It's so nice when the two worlds kind of collide like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it was on purpose, but maybe there yeah. are Twin Peaks things in The Simpsons. But anyway, Laura Powers. Um, we don't even get into her mom yet, which is great because her mom and Marge have one of the best like episodes they ever. So yeah, with one of my favorite quotes. I hate it when the waffles stick together. But sticking together was what the waffles do best. <laughs> yeah, that's um, my sister and I's oh, favorite man. quote. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, you guys are those waffles. It's really nice. We Uh, That, of course, is Marge on the Lamb. Um, But Laura is exactly who you would have a crush on. Um, She the the introduction to her is great. And we get this moment that's really sweet and cute and kid like of Lisa and Bart sneaking into the old house. And um, Lisa's so scared, which is also really sweet. We are we're reminded of her just being a little kid, which I always like. Like Mm -hmm. she's not being too smart or anything. She's just being a little kid. And then uh, Laura comes up and like terrifies Bart, which is so cute. And he has this thought just like, she's so beautiful. Say something clever. <laughs> yeah. I fell on my bottom. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect. I don't think we should be down here. Nervous, Lise? I don't blame you. This is where the Winfields hid their mutated son. Bart, the Winfields didn't have a son. See that sock over there? It was his only friend. Hello, Lisa. Here in the dark, you won't need those eyes. Let me have them. Bart, that's not funny. There are some who say the monster is still here. Hey, kid, wake up. Who are you? I'm Laura, your new neighbor. You all right? She's beautiful. Say something clever. I fell on my bottom. No! Oh. oh, my so gosh. So relatable. Um, but Great voice choice yeah. there, too, with her. Oh, Sarah Gilbert, mm-hmm. who That's... at the time was m- most famous for being on Roseanne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Darlene, right? Or... I think so. I never watched that show, so I don't know. I didn't either, <laughs> but I respect it and appreciate it for existing. I 
I too respect it and <laughs> pray to it and I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting to, you know, I don't know, like those shows that you acknowledge, you understand they changed the game for sitcoms. I think it was Darlene. Yeah. DJ was the boy. There's two girls. I think it was Darlene. Yeah. We're going to say it is. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to follow your lead. Given and if that not, we, confess we agree we've never that we all pray it. to the show, right? We all pray to yeah, the show. Right. It's just a box set, but it's a pretty good, you know, altar I've made. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I just... Dear yeah, box yeah. set, please help me get this show. <laughs> Dear box set, please help me make it in Hollywood because things are just not please. going well. <laughs> please. So, um... I, yeah, I I just think that she is such a relatable character, and it was cool to have The Simpsons have a um, divorce in the show, because we haven't seen that, really, Mm because, you know, Milhouse's parents are still together at this point. Um, And, of course, at this time, like, early 90s, like, divorce has been around, but to show it in a way where, like, it's the woman, and she's kind of cool, yeah, and Mm -hmm. she's horny like it's it's <laughs> yeah. handled very well they have that great moment where homer is trying to um what is laura's mom's name again oh gosh um i didn't write it down but i could look it up thanks um i that's that's one of the weird things about being a super fan that can't remember every single little detail ruth powers ruth yes and thank she's you asking homer to set her up with all his his hot Dude, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's so funny when you know who his friends are. Oh, just like, oh, oh no. Boy. <laughs> is it going to be? I mean, I guess Carl's hot. Yeah, I guess Carl is hot. Carl's hot. You know, Carl, <laughs> Carl is hot because he's Lenny thinks so. confident. Lenny thinks so as well. Do you guys think that Lenny's hot? Or maybe he's like, he looks like Steve Buscemi. Well, yeah, but you know what? Some people go for that. I do. Let me tell you. <laughs> we talked about this, didn't we? Young Steve Buscemi, he can get hot. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's become a thing, like, in the later episodes, especially where Lenny is some kind of, a, like, celebrity figure in the town where, mm-hmm. like... Everyone loves Lenny. Yeah, like, oh, would I go to this restaurant? Well, Lenny eats there. Like, that kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. All right. I love that treatment of... I mean, The Simpsons does this so well, but, uh, like, sort of that childlike wonder the sort of the childlike playground rules of like the cool kid in town thinks this is cool so I think it's cool too and I love that they apply that um, to adult characters like Wiggum and you know Lenny in this case mm-hmm. I think it's it's really really fun I agree I think Lenny has the same just talking physical attraction I think he probably has a Conan-ness to him a Conan a Steve mm-hmm. Buscemi not I know that Conan would be upset to be compared to Steve Buscemi but they're both hot to right. a very specific type well, of I woman no <laughs> well you could edit that out he listens to all these right <laughs> yeah he yeah. does okay. he keeps hearing us say like please come on and he, and he's he like, just no. laughs in his mansion <laughs> he loves the allure he laughs in his Ford Taurus <laughs> um, god that would be everything that I would want and more well, he knows um, there's yeah. that you want what you can't have, and as soon as he comes on, it ends. That's the magic. Oh, you know? I guess, I guess so. I'm gonna neg him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Allie's <laughs> read the game, so you know, really she's... recently, I keep talking about. It. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you're really into mystery. <laughs> something I love is uh, Laura. You know, um, is introducing or she's she's inviting Marge into the house, and uh, she says something along the lines of like, "My mother is inside, Mrs. Simpson. Like, why don't you make yourself at home?" Mm-hmm. And Marge is very impressed, just like, "Wow, you speak very politely to adults." And thank you, ma'am. I had a painfully strict childhood. I love that. <laughs> Such I love a good that line. So much. Yeah, because I don't, I, it's like a way to poke at that 
kind of parenting in a very, you know, snarky yet kind way. Which I, is the kind of parenting I had. Like, I had to be so perfectly prim and proper and polite. So to hear that joke as an adult, I'm just like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have the manners of a very nice robot mm-hmm. because I was demeaned and hit all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this. That's exactly what it is. Um, and it's just funny because, like, a, a point of that joke, too, is that she does, you know, she's kind of a bad kid, too. Like, you know, right. she's sweet and she's good and she's polite, but she also loves, she's a little bit of a rebel, like Bart, and she dates losers. Yeah, but I like that there's a balance of her being polite to adults and yet, you know, yeah, that's, being like, yeah, to just sort of have that wiggle room where you can't uh, just be one type. Like, you personalities are complex. Yeah, no, that's that's what I'm saying, like, works so well. I just uh-huh. love it. Yeah. Um, like, it's not like an Eddie... I always say... Haskell. Haskell, yeah. It's, it's not like an Eddie Haskell thing where it's, like, brown-nosing. Mm-hmm. She's just, like, yeah, that's that complex. Like the phony, super obvious brown-nosing dude. Which is honestly what... Um, Jimbo has done like when they get the pool. <laughs> um, oh yeah! Thank you, Mrs. Bart. Mrs. Mrs. Bart. Bart. Oh wow! We gotta oh, get T-shirts man. that say have a, a picture of Homer that says Bart's dad oh, and a picture do. of Marge that says Mrs. Bart. Mrs. Bart. Sign my cast. Mill <laughs> Mill So good. Yeah. Um, when Ruth and Marge are talking, we get a moment that I love. So. Um, Marge is like showing her around the, or like, you know, telling her like what's around the town, giving her these coupons and stuff. And she's saying like, yeah, divorce is hard. Like it's good at first. And then it's career, career, career. And then they look out the window and Homer is yelling at Santa's little helper. It's my hammock. It's mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was his hammock. It was his hammock. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so cute. And, um, yeah, I feel like they go to that kind of joke, um, uh, especially with like Marge's interactions with other um, fee. I was going to say female women, adult <laughs> female women, yeah. women, where it's that contrast that kind of shines a light on the fact that Homer is like so goofily inept. There was one recently where they also looked out the window and Homer and the dog were... I think he was hammered and the dog was drunk too. And he said, okay, now I'd be the dog and you be the daddy. And they like switch clothes or something. And she's That's like, so ah, cute. all right. Do you still watch it every week? Nonstop, yeah. Nonstop? Yeah. Mm. He's watching it right now. Hey, Whoa, stop that. Hey. the only time I'm not was <laughs> oh to come here. Um, I would feel very remiss if I didn't mention a moment earlier that's pretty famous of when Laura and Bart are on the sidewalk and he, she is reading the uh, his palm and just like mm-hmm. you're gonna be rich and here's your pool and spits in his hand classic bit and then I'll never wash never this wash hand again, again. Mm-hmm. just how disgusting it is and yeah. how he torments Lisa with it it's just such cute childhood behavior mm-hmm. like it's exactly what it's like so Allie did you ever have that like did you have a childhood crush in that similar way or were you ever that do you feel for somebody else I'm um, I was I was Laura for my next door neighbors, and it was the same wow. age difference. Um, mm-hmm. They there was these two little boys that lived across from me. They were probably like six years younger, which is huge when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and uh, you know they would they would love me because I would go over there and play like Star Wars with them. Like I loved lightsabers and we just play on their lawn and like it was great. Um, but then like I got a little bit too old to do it, and I just remember right. like one very painful summer of them just like constantly yelling my name, just like Allison, like play with us. Oh, and I was oh, like, no. oh no, I'm too cool now. <laughs> like yeah. it was awful. It was awful. Like you it had was a really whole bad. Team of little Barts all said little Barts. Yeah. Um. But my crushes have usually been, uh, I mean, I definitely had huge crushes, but in terms of, of like the older person, that's been more of a lifelong thing of liking someone who's, you know, like who's a teacher older. or a, a mentor or yeah. something like that. That follows, that follows most women into adulthood. Right. Do you find that that's like not an unattainable goal that makes it interesting, but just sort of slightly, it's, I guess, aspirational maybe because <laughs> it's like it's not as easy as like the boy next door maybe yeah you're able to daydream about it like when Bart has his his little daydream of them waltzing um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like that like I don't I don't think that he would really have that same dream about a girl his own age um, there's there is something very romantic uh, about not being able to be with a person yeah. um, as sad as that is right um, right yeah. right, right. But, uh, yeah, when we get to finding out that she is dating Jimbo, it is so painful and it is directed so beautifully. Mm-hmm. She has finally said, just like, you know, Bart's wondering, like, how do I get her to notice me? And he's, like, gone to his dad and... Uh, oh, gone to grandpa, too. Which is so funny. He goes to the retirement home and he's like, I'm here to see my grandpa. And then this other old man... One of my favorite jokes... Yeah, no, uh, it's something that my sister Katie and I, we really enjoyed too, just because it was so, so goofy. But it's like, uh, it's like, hey, uh, you know, I, I'm here. And it's like, well, you're not my grandpa. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well, uh, can your grandfather do this? And then he starts doing like a hoi, hoi, hoi dance. Oh, and for some reason, Katie and I, we just like really thought that was really fun and goofy. Again, the Conan-ness it's so of it all. Good. Can and you then, do this? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get grandpa just like, you remembered it's my birthday. And then there's that twinkle in his eye. He's like, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got you this bus pass. Oh, it fits in my pocket. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so off of that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Wow, what a great break that I was. I had so much fun. I'm what'd refreshed. What did you guys do on that break? I got a 15-pound beard of bees. <laughs> I sat right <laughs> here the amazing. whole time. Oh, my God. That that reminds me of a joke that um, we didn't mention uh, before the break of, um, I love, uh, so Bard's asking Grandpa Simpson for love advice, and he mentions, like, you know, basically, like, the one that got away, or one of, and says that she fell in with that Guinness World Record <laughs> crowd, <laughs> which is such a funny specific, oh, and man. then, you know, I even grew a 15-pound beard of bees for her and then we get like a really really funny visual of the little snapshot of him it's so good beautiful mm-hmm. so even though the main story of course is with Laura um, we have this great moment where Homer decides to sue and he goes to Lionel Hutz and uh, we get this like anger from him that's just like Mr. Simpson this is the most blatant case of false advertising since my suit against the movie the never ending story Beautiful. so good mm-hmm. what a joke um, <laughs> cheers to your joke <laughs> Simpsons writers uh, we, we get this moment where um, Bart is going up to um, Homer for advice and Homer's kind of like you know trying to brush it off and he's like he should learn how I did and we get this flashback of him learning about sex by watching the monkeys have sex yep. uh-huh. and um, 
then he starts trying to make like analogies just like a woman is like a refrigerator and then that doesn't work a woman is like a beer and then he ends up just getting blackout drunk doesn't help at all and then eventually we find out that in that horrible scene just like bart i have a boyfriend and then just the drama oh man i another crush i had Shortly after that, I think I was in second grade. I like the girl who's in sixth grade, and Ooh. I had I had the little Bart fantasies of like, yeah, someday the ages will even out, or somehow I don't know how yeah. this will work, but we'll I be. Remember doing that math. <laughs> you know, you do that math, like yeah. And uh, at one point, it won't be weird when we're both right. thirty-five. <laughs> and there was some point there was like this basketball tournament that we went to every weekend at at my school. That was like where all the kids hung out. And she was there, and I was just like, I'll just take a little glimpse here, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a point where I saw her and this my friend's older brother, and I was like, why are they standing so close to each other? And then there was like a lean against the wall and a little smooch, and I was, it was kind of like, oh, oh no. Oh, man. That's oh, so boy. brutal. And it felt, I'm sure, like it was like slow motion. Just oh, like, yeah. And you're yeah. frozen. You can't talk. It's like the dream where you're just frozen. Oh, like, or like with Ralph and uh, when he has a crush on Lisa. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, they nailed it with all that stuff. Another tomboy girl that I had a little crush on. What was it about the tomboy girls? I don't know. They're fun. Oh, okay. No more questions. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> maybe, maybe. See ya. Yeah. Well, you know what? I can understand the appeal of like uh, an older tomboy girl, and in a similar way that Laura Powers is kind of an older tomboy girl mm-hmm. to Bart. I think because she, it's it's amazing to Bart that she kind of finds the same things funny. Yeah. In a similar way to Mindy Simmons with Homer, that they you know Mindy. bond over donuts and beer and all these sort of um, you know mm-hmm. typically male sort of traits. That's the thing. It's just that. Quote unquote tomboys are just girls that have fun, cool personalities. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's why yeah. most most women I know now used to go through more of a tomboy phase at some point in their life. They just mm-hmm. wanted to have fun and climb trees and roughhouse and be <sighs> silly and goofy and maybe skateboard a little bit. I want to do that today. Just a little roughhousing. Yeah. I want to do that right now. And let's go. Let's go. I it's mean, time for another break. <laughs> oh, bye. Uh, no, I, I had the best time when I was a kid being a little tomboy and like I remember, you know, um, challenging other boys on the playground to play. Challenges are very important. Yeah, yeah, challenges are very important, but I would challenge them to play Ninja Turtles. Also, and they would just be like, um, I, 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 I was probably very obnoxious because I'd be like, oh, "Who cares? Too. Come and play, you <laughs> fucking assholes!" Like I just, I was a bully. You know, I didn't say those words, but yeah, you know That's what I mean. Great. And it was also kind of a response to I would try and play Ninja Turtles with these boys because the girls that were my age didn't want to play Hocus Pocus. So I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna go play the boy game with the boys." They lost a real opportunity. They, they really did. So dumb of them. I know. I would have played with you, Julia. Yeah, thank you. And then we would have killed everyone. Okay. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> anyway. So uh, we we find out that it's Jimbo, who mm-hmm. we already know, like, is, a you know, he's kind of a bully. He's a little bit older. Um, but we actually get moments of flashbacks why this is so hard for Bart. Like, he used mm-hmm. to put his head in the toilet and we get yep. this great Principal Skinner, like, waiting, like, reading, like, the modern Principal magazine. Yeah. Oh, I'll just continue waiting then. Yeah. Um, and then there's a little whistle that goes on too long. Mm-hmm. Um so my favorite line of this, I actually have a Jimbo Jones song that I've only sung once, and it was when it was the FXX marathon. Uh, ben Schwartz was doing a thing with some of the writers, and I sang it then. I don't even know how it goes anymore, so I'd have to mm. actually watch it. But it's called The Ballad of Jimbo Jones, and it's all about, um, it's like this, it's very sad and it's very pretty. 
but the 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 hook is all about uh, my shirts chafing me because that has always been my yeah. favorite bad pickup line. That's my dad's favorite thing ever for us. Really, it's really, so, someone explain. happens to be topless or just took a shower, like if we're visiting home or whatever. Happens oh, to be topless by oh, what's the way. The matter, is the <laughs> you know, like uh, well, there's times when you're not. Oh, wearing of course, a shirt. yeah. He'll say. And it's, I don't think he even remembers it's from The Simpsons at this point. It's just such a part of his own, like, what's the matter? Are you shirt chafing you? That's oh, so that's good. Fun. And then, of course, like, the, what makes the joke even greater, what makes it, like, a really, you know, really, really a joke is, uh, oh, no, my oh, pants no. I can't believe me. it. You're never going to believe <laughs> that. No. Oh, man. Yeah. I also, I just love Laura, like, when he first says, just like, my shirt's chafing me. Mind if I take it off? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, just kind of going with it. Man, in some ways, I kind of miss being, like, a, a young, dumb person, um, dating other young, dumb people, and, like, yeah. finding shitty excuses to make out and get naked. <laughs> That's why so many people stay in the comedy scene forever. It just feels a little bit like high school. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I've always wondered, and now we've figured it out. That's a lot of mysteries. Huh. All those tendencies that I liked... From the older tomboys, I'm realizing I have just acquired and due to the the, the romantic ladies in my life. Hmm. I've been play. I love the wet willies. I love like tickle attacks. That's your love language? No, but like it happens from time to time. Uh-huh. Well, I think it shows you're comfortable probably. Like being playful and having playful. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting how those things kind of manifest and you don't. Like on a subconscious level, you you don't fully realize. It makes total sense now. Yeah. That's for sure. I've yeah. always known that I could never be the perfect girlfriend because I need to um, plug my nose when I'm in a pool, and I was just like, oh, I'll never be able to do like chicken or like <laughs> I'll never be able to like roughhouse oh, in a yeah. pool. And yeah. I was just like, that's what a perfect girlfriend will do. I've known that I've never been it's able true. to be a perfect girlfriend because every uh, piece of clothing I have gets mustard on it within ten minutes. Now that's hot. Thank you. I love mustard. Whether Maybe you're there's, eating there's or a not, community. Just <laughs> it just appears. Yeah. That reminds me of just this little moment of Marge when they're being... Marge and Homer are playful, which is one of the reasons they work so well, but um, he grabs her, and then there's just this weird moment where Marge is just like, Homer, I just had eggs. <laughs> just yeah. Like, that's so cute and weird. It's such a fun specific. <laughs> I feel like I've said that to Mike at some point. It's just such a weird thing. I have to be careful doing those things because I forget the size difference between me and well my girlfriend right now so if I'll do what I think is a playful tickle sometimes she's like you're cracking my ribs please stop like, oh, oh sorry 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 yeah because she's a tiny tiny she's, she's frail two feet she's a little mouse yeah. she fits in she's a little mouse she rides in my pocket yeah. <laughs> well that sounds like a fun adventure I think I have a pet mouse maybe I do have, <laughs> yeah. there is no girlfriend you have a girlfriend uh, we get this great moment where um, Bart is kind of asking like what do you see in him like you know he's just a, uh, a good looking rebel who plays by his own rules <laughs> I love it and then Lisa too just both of them <sighs> <sighs> yeah and um, we get that great moment in court that has the mirror Curl on 34th Street joke of bringing in just like these letters oh are all God. addressed to Santa yeah, Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Another very Conan thing. Conan. It's dripping with Conan, but 18,000 letters all addressed to Santa Claus. Oh, you need the one next door. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. And then we get a fun moment where we actually pay off a bit that's been around for so long in The Simpsons, which is the prank call to Mo. So yeah. his oh, way of, of kind of like, you know, doing Jimbo in is making this call. He asks for Amanda hug and kiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, if I ever find out who this is, I'm going to slit your throat. And he's like, I'm Jimbo Jones. and I live at this address. Big mistake. Yeah. Which is so <laughs> funny. Yeah, just a sec. I'll check. 
Uh, Amanda Hug and Kiss? Hey, I'm looking for Amanda Hug and Kiss. Uh, why can't I find Amanda Hug and Kiss? <laughs> Maybe your standards are too high. Little SOB. If I ever find out who you are, I'm gonna shove a sausage down your throat and stick starving dogs in your butt. My name is Jimbo Jones, and I live at 1094 Evergreen Terrace. Aha! Big mistake, pal! Oh, I know he'd slip up sooner or later. Ah, yes. Rusty and dull. Bonnie, don't steal any beer while I'm gone. What kind of pathetic drunk do you take me for? <gasps> Somebody spilled beer in this ashtray. <laughs> oh, and then, it's pretty uh, ballsy yeah. to, to pay that joke off right then, not knowing is this show going to go on much longer? When... Right, 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 right. I guess they could, you know, sort of reset at the end of that. But I, I do love. So this is. Look, um, I wasn't going to kill you. I just, what do you say? I just going to. I just going to catch you. I was just going to catch you a little bit, which I love. But yeah, it's the fourth season. I guess it's an appropriate time, maybe, to pay it off. But I still feel like it's a feat that they didn't pay it off, quote unquote, until this, uh, this moment. Agree. Yeah. You know, it could have just been a runner forever. I, uh, I also just love that, like Jimbo rightfully is a little scared that a man has a giant yeah. rusty dull blade uh, but that's enough for Laura to kind of be like sorry Jimbo you're not the guy I thought you were going to be mm-hmm. and uh, that is exactly what she says right it is oh, man. and uh, we get the moment that's really sweet between her and Bart that's just like man if you were a couple years older and able to grow like a bad teenage mustache bad I'd teenage. totally date you yeah and it's enough yeah I like that it's enough for Bart which is like wow you know just knowing that if he I remember feeling that way so there must have been someone where I was just like oh oh it was usually friends older brothers now mm-hmm, that I'm thinking mm-hmm, about it mm-hmm. yeah I definitely had that for the guys that were older than me but I also had that because um, I went to a, a sleepaway camp um, since the age of eight and then uh, sort of like when I became of age to be a counselor I did that and then uh, director etc cetera, etc cetera. and um, I remember having like a kid and I didn't vocalize this to him at all um but uh just knowing in my heart i was like man like if i i know that if i was around that kid's age i'd be like he's the coolest dude ever um and then i immediately went stop thinking that that's really creepy julia (laughs) and like walked away but yeah it's interesting to see sort of how those patterns you know play out in your life absolutely Mm -hmm. Uh, are there any moments from this episode that you didn't get a chance to talk about? Like any jokes or just things you remember? Oh, just the, the hard getting ripped out, right? So good. Oh, man. Yeah. And pushing it against, like throwing it against the wall and oh, like watching it kind of slide, slide down. down. Oh, and gross. what makes it even harsher is that she's doing it in that sort of same playful way that kind of entranced him in the first yes. place. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it feels like such a betrayal. It's hard because, you know, it is quote unquote a betrayal but she's also kind of just doing her and she can't really fault her. Which she's totally allowed to do and I I like that the show doesn't punish her for like leading a guy on or something like there's no there's none of that it clearly wasn't going to work because she's an adult and he's a kid Mm -hmm. which we have you know really brought home when he's like i'll show you who's a kid bard i have it's bedtime i I laid out your jammy Jammy jams jams. (laughs) no one's really cast in a villainous light not jimbo kind of becomes a crying little baby mo mo is just gonna cut him wasn't i mean that's yeah and we get the little moments of uh, i gotta go check on barney and then (laughs) oh my heart stopped 
<laughs> there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I feel like it makes complete sense. And I'm glad that they did this in this episode to have her have a romantic relationship with somebody age appropriate, because otherwise I feel like it would have like lingered a little bit in that kind of creepy category. Agreed. And it would have like opened the door for unanswered questions yep. when this episode wrapped. It would have become transparent. It would have been very <laughs> <laughs> transparent. The TV show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That feeling you have that's so beautifully uh, displayed with the heart getting pulled out. That is like the feeling I'm thinking of when I saw Beth Boscarelli kissing that guy. Oh, you freeze yeah. and it's like indescribable. Like, what is this pain? You're so young too. Kind of like, oh. I don't know what this is, but it sucks so much. What is this? <laughs> so I think seeing that happen on the screen, you're like, oh yeah, that's what that was. I was just super bummed out. What's most harsh, I think, about that too, and I experienced this a ton because I've just had, when I was growing up, unrequited love after unrequited love. But to know also that you can't force that person to like you um, no. because when you force them or trick them, quote unquote, into doing that, it becomes like, uh, you know, it defeats the point yeah. of it. So it's just pure defeat. And you kind of want the rest of the town to know that you do have a crush, but it's yeah. like your secret thing. So it's yeah. like a weird little twisted uh, childhood thing. Yeah, well, you want people to know why they should sympathize with you in that moment. Yeah, but then you don't <laughs> want it. It's weird. But you don't want attention. Yeah, I get it. Crushes are hard, man. Crushes are hard, man. That's why I got married, so I can have no more crushes. <laughs> Let's just three of us Love make you, a pact right All now. All right. No more crushes. We're putting no our hands crushes. in. You can't see it, but they're in the center yeah. of the room. No more crushes, guys. It's I can't do it. binding. I, I love crushes. Crushes, yeah. crushes keep me alive. I know what sucks. <laughs> this is what sucks about being an adult, is knowing that I won't have that exact feeling of having a crush anymore but of course that's good too because the reason why they call it a crush is because it is so crushing when uh -huh. it's you know it doesn't play out to your expectations but <gasps> I miss that kind of like lovelorn like dreamy eyed like oh, I used to ride Aww. my bike in like past her house be like I wonder if she just will be outside right now what am I doing I like being creepy in love that you could only do when you're a kid because yeah. once you do it as an adult it's too far because you don't know no better you arrested. don't know no better you don't know no better <laughs> I still uh, have crushes on celebrities Sam Rockwell baby Sam Rockwell baby <laughs> yeah now when I have a crush I can know that it is a crush you know mm -hmm. you put a name on it and be like oh I'm not oh, like helplessly weird I just have a crush and it'll go away in a week okay great yeah. totally whatever. oh good <laughs> um, so if you could compare yourself to one character on the Simpsons anyone at all who would it be um, in this episode, definitely, Bart, uh, I was told recently by a few people at different instances, and I don't know why, they said, you're a little a little bit of Bart and a little bit of Homer. Mm. Oh. And I said, well, I hope it's like the good parts of each <laughs> of those. Like the mean, part that eats too much shrimp. and yeah. that's, that's a closed circle, though, <laughs> when you think Tell about it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, you know, father-son... You know, yin and yang. Right, yeah. Um, hot and cold, other opposites. Katy Perry song. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's, Just like a Katy Perry it's song. It's Katy Perry song. <laughs> yeah. I was well, kind of disappointed because I love Dr. Nick. I love Lionel Hutz. But I think, you know, they're kind of good for one thing. You know, there's not right. much dimension to those two or much depth. Yeah, I see mm -hmm. you as, as being Bart. I could also see Bart uh, doing wrestling as he gets older. Yeah, I definitely could. It's a type of... Um, like, it's a type of entertainment that is, like, so many things at once that mm -hmm. I could see him being very fulfilled by it. And there's some mischief you can mm -hmm. get away with as an adult, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could totally see him. I'm actually surprised that we haven't talked about Bart possibly getting into WWE. 
in some way. <laughs> I am. So I have, am. There, have there been any episodes that has come up that you've seen? I have. There's a. It, it, the episode ends with. It had nothing to do with the rest of the episode, and Homer goes, and you get back to your luchador training. And he puts a luchador mask on and starts doing like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, and he goes, that's right, green to the audience, keep going. And it's like, yeah, that's funny. why is this happening? That's really funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, there's a more recent one where Grandpa Simpson was revealed to be a former pro wrestler. And they find like a big blonde wig and tights. Mm-hmm. And he starts trying to train Bart to be an evil wrestler. See? Yeah. Good yeah. call. There yeah. you go. That makes sense. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for talking about this episode with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was so much fun. It's um, all I ever want to do. We'll have you back sometime. Oh, I love that. Um, where can people find your stuff? Uh, mostly everything comes from my Twitter. So at Hot Young Briley is my Twitter account. I, uh, I put things on there for wrestling. <laughs> and for you comedy. weren't leaning into being a hunk? <laughs> you were surprised when I brought that up? You can find all my hunk appearances. <laughs> Great. And a lot of, yeah, anything Go check out I do lady. is there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lady to lady, often. Yeah. I'm the, the local hunk for You those. also help get the comedy community in L.A. into shape. You, oh right! You yeah. are somebody that that works out with a lot of. I uh, really found people. my uh, found your niche. Yeah. So if you find, hey listeners, if you see a comedian from L.A. and you're like, they looking good, probably because of Ryan. Probably yeah. Hell yeah. Probably is. <laughs> thanks. There's a good chance. Yeah. And uh, Julia, where can people find you? Oh, thanks so much for asking. Um, you can find me at Julia Prescott on all the things. Allie, where can people find you? Thank you for asking. You Here can find me at Tight Hot Young Allie. Whoa, <laughs> that's your new handle? Tight Tot That's tight and bold. <laughs> tight Tot Titty Allie Kurtz. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that, that'll fit, so it'll probably be like jumbled down in yeah, like it's a novelty ones. plate. It's mostly ones. <laughs> Very interesting. Uh, but you can find me at Allie Kurtz on all the things. Sweet. And you can find us at Simpsons Pod mm-hmm. and on Feral Audio. Duh. Duh. And you can email us... Um, Everything from, you know, what you like, what you don't like, other inquiries at everything's coming up, Simpsons at gmail.com. You really want to hear what people don't like? No, I don't. So please don't do that. I was just trying to be diplomatic. And um, you can also support us on Patreon. We are patreon.com slash Simpsons pod. We have some bonus episodes coming your way. We um, talk about Horny Marge, y'all. We talk about Horny Marge. We talk, um, you can catch our um, first bonus episode of this season uh, where we talk about our adolescence. And um, you know who just uh, supported us? Who just joined our Patreon uh, support league? No. It's a league? <laughs> In other words, <laughs> community, I'll say. Um, this guy has a great name. I hope it's um, his birth name. Robert J. Van Demotter. Yes. Love you. Wow, what a fucking... He's going to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> no. What a villain. With kindness. Mm, with kindness. Um, and then, of course, if you want some Simpsons merch and you want to help support the podcast as well, you can find our store on Tee Public. And, um, yeah, rate and review, please. We actually haven't mentioned that in a while. Please rate and review us yeah. so that we can get up on rate. those charts and continue to bring the good goods to you guys. Mm-hmm. Gotta get on the charts. Gotta, Gotta get, get on, on the, the charts. charts. All right. We will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.